This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yes, you, you, you the supporter you. of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon, where every Sunday, <laughs> I didn't close my eyes fast enough that time. Every Sunday, you get a bonus episode of Says Who <laughs> if you give at the 5 or $10 a month level. Go to patreon.com <laughs> to sign up. If you give it the $10 a month level, you also get a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. As long as you give it that $10 a month level, you get stickers in the mail every month. Patreon.com slash says who. What are you laughing at, Dan? Just you. <laughs> That's all. You gotta keep it together. You gotta be a professional. I know. I wasn't asking people asking people to give to our Patreon. I know. I wasn't got, being very professional that you've time. You've gotta absolutely have it nailed down. I know. Didn't we give you there's honestly we give you another episode a week of this. It's true. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. Hey Maureen. Uh, yeah. Maybe you should tell them about books. <sighs> Listen, you guys. It's that time. It's that time. It's that time. If you're given some holiday gifts, why not consider books? Books are good. And, uh, you know, I've written some. Oh, I'm have you? I'm working on a new one right now. The well, new, The new standalone Stevie Bell. That's which fun. Which I still can't tell you about because it has a, it's, when it's announced, I'll be able to tell you. All right. But, uh, look. I don't know what to tell you to do, honestly. I mean, like, I've told you about all the things. There's a tr there's Truly Devious. There's a box set that's very nice, that wraps very nicely. The Box of the Woods, Your Guide to Not Getting Murdered in a Quaint English Village. Now that's a gifty book. It's real gifty. I mean, it's I'm not going to lie gifty. to you. Like, it's, it's absolutely geared towards right now. Nobody who gets that book isn't going to be like, that's a good gift. I honestly, I think that your hit rate is going to be if you're giving to anyone that even like you even have a whiff of a suspicion that they've got Acorn TV, this is this is actually it was in the Acorn uh, TV gift catalog. Yeah, it was. My yeah, mother called me. You know what they And then like. I was I got the Acorn catalog and I was looking through it and there you were. So, you know. Man, it's it. perfect that Acorn TV produces a print catalog. They sure do. In 2021. Look, everybody does, Dan. Look at this shit. Look at this. What are you I, showing me? This is like a print. Like, I got so many print gift catalogs. They come off the wazoo. Wow. Piles and piles. Don't you get them? Piles and piles Not of really. them? Not really. Not that many. I get like four a day. Oh. I don't know why. Because you're popular. You're a trendsetter. People want you to set the trends, Maureen. I don't know. I think I've given a lot of corporate gifty kind of things. Oh, that'll do it. So you'll end up on the Harry and David list forever. Yeah, that'll do it. You give those fancy foil wrap pairs. If you those would like pairs. to order books. Size of softballs, those pairs. On the internet without giving Jeff Bezos any of your money so that he can use it to go to space, you can just go to kickbezosintheballs.org. <laughs> And that will bring you straight to our little bookshop where we have Maureen's books, my books, 
books we've mentioned on the podcast, and you can also search any other book in the universe, and they will get mailed to you. And a little bit of your money will go to us, and a little bit of your money will go to independent bookshops all over. Kickbezosintheballs.org. Just putting that address in your search bar will just make you a little bit happier, too. Makes you happy. And if it makes you happy enough, we also sell Kick Bezos in the Balls tees and hoodies at merch.sayswhopodcast.com, where you can get those. You could get a sticker grab bag, two random stickers from this year's sticker club pulled for you at random by my six-year-old and then packed into an envelope by me. Or a lot of other stuff available at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Boys and girls, it's me, Santa Rudy, here for your special call. Have you been a good boy or girl this year? What the hell is happening? That's you, Steve! What? Is that, was that you, Steve? Oh, Jesus Christ. Steve, you calling? No. I don't no. think you've been a good boy this year. You called me again, Rudy. I didn't call you. I've been manning the phone, Steve, for my Santa line. Your what? Santa Rudy's gift line for good girls and boys. Santa Rudy's gift line for good girls and boys. Yeah, so good girls and boys give a little Santa Rudy a call, tell them what they want for the old Christmas, and then, hmm. then uh, you know, stuff happens. St- I take it the legal fundraising isn't going well, Rudy? It's just a small fee that I, they don't even get. I don't have to ask for a credit card I'm using Using a one nine hundred number, Steve. Do those things even exist anymore, Rudy? They do now. What? I brought it back. How? Brought back the nine hundred line. I don't think you did. I'm pretty sure. One nine hundred Santa Rude. Uh, I'm looking at the number that you. It's this is just your number. Since you've got you here on my line, here, Stevesy. What would you like for Christmas, maybe? I don't know. A good lawyer? I'd like for you to stop calling me. I've never called you once in my life. I can't help it, Stacy, if my ass has a mind of its own. Oh, for Christ's sake. You can't... Has anyone called you on this line? I'm just waiting for the first one, and it was you. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right, too. Well, this has been fun, Rudy, but I gotta go and um, do literally anything else. Have fun with your thing, Rudy. Gotta go, good, Stevesy. Gotta see, leave this line open for the good girls and boys. That's right, leave the line open. That's it. Just if you just leave it open, and they'll just, if you just don't hang up, then calls will just come. Leave it on. Yeah, just set the phone down. Does that mean me and you were hanging out all day, Steve? See? That's 
right. That's right. Now just go and do whatever it is you do and just talk freely in the background. Uh, okay. And, and, and you know what? It's a good time if you want to practice saying things out loud to yourself, like things you've done, uh, documents you know about, things uh, like that. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Who's been great down these Jesus? Sure, yes. Don't forget to leave a little bit of something so that I'll buy your chimney for me on Christmas Eve. No. Mm, I hate it so much. That one was so loud that it clipped. I didn't even hear it, really. Mm. Two. It's going to sound great. Says. Oh, my God. Who? <sighs> <laughs> Go on. Oh, I, I still It's still it. you. Yeah, okay. We've done That's this for it. almost six years. It's still mm, you. The podcast. <laughs> oh, you should see him, you guys. He's turning he's turning pink like a beet. He's so pink right now. It's really making his beard and glasses stand out. That isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. <laughs> I'm a dancing girl. Imagine what I was like as a child. I think I don't have to. <laughs> Finish I'm, this part. I'm Maureen right, Johnson. Finally. They all know that. Well, but it's just how you do it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know what? Are you about just doing the thing like everyone else does it? Yes. Okay. Speaking of doing the thing, Maureen. Yeah. You have a fetching new hairdo. I, I got my hair done last you night. You got your hair fully done. Yep. You got little color stripes. I know it's it's an exciting new look. A she said, "Shag." She's like, "What if we did something different with the front?" And I said, "Do it." it looks it's actually great. pretty much the same, except that she's dyed the front, and it it has turned out, at least right now, the front of it looks like David Bowie in nineteen seventy six. He's got it's like that bright orangey blonde in the front and darker in the back, and I am excited about it. it looks and great. when I when I woke up this morning and looked at, it, I went, "Wow, look at that." Yeah, I bet. I didn't remember going to sleep that way, but I did. Whoa, that's and then, weird. So last night, Dan, is when I got this done. And then I got up this morning and I walked out the door and I went to the eye doctor. Wow. Two places I went. Very morning exciting stuff. TCB Johnson. What's TCB? Take care of business. Care of business. Right? I had to think about that for a second. It's just T-C-B. exciting to go two places. That's like, exciting. Like back in the day when you would maybe do something at night and then also go somewhere in the morning. That's a this wild is, idea. This is a, yeah. Maybe do something this afternoon too. No, I got a lot of work to do. No, that's enough, Dan. You got to calm down after you do that much stuff. All right. Well, you're just, you're you're doing it. My eyes real good, Dan. Are they? Your eyes are good? Yeah, apparently I have 2015 vision. That's not. Um, it's better than perfect. Twenty twenty is perfect. Okay. 2015 is like better than average. Okay. But my reading is a little off. Oh, so, so there the, you go. The close vision, yeah. the far away vision. Super yeah. good, Dan. I got Super bo- good. I, I'm fucked on both of those. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. 
I don't mind it. And I got my patient report and it said positive for colon eyes. So nailed it. Hey, <laughs> nailed you it. went to the good eye doctor. They're yeah. like, got eyes. Good I job. Went, I went in so many machines this morning, Dan. I, I'm not used. You've probably been on all, all those machines where they go, look at the dot. And it goes ding, 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 ding. Did they do the one? Did you do the one where you put your head in sort of a glowing star field? I've had to do the one with the glowing star field before. Yeah. I did not have to do the glowing star field. I have today. to go do the glowing star field one at some point soon. Your your eyes have genuinely some fucked up issues with them, though. Yeah, I just have eyes apparently. Yeah, I've just tested positive for that. The last time I went to the eye doctor, which was the first time I I I'm hesitant to admit. The first time in six years, uh, he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you still just have all the same problems you had before. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll take it. Yay. Good job, me. No new problems. Speaking of no new problems, Maureen, mm -hmm. you mentioned this on the bonus episode, but for yep. those that don't listen, last week... You left us on a cliffhanger. Sure did. As to whether you were going to England. Correct. Or not. Due right? to the introduction to the world, the hot new variant. Omicron. 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 So just take your guesses now. Yes or no. I'll give you a second. Okay. The answer is no. I am... <laughs> Not in December, anyway. Yes, that's right. <sighs> third time I have pulled those tickets. There you these, go. These airlines have been very understanding. Well, that's good. Yeah, I've moved this ticket three times. I've lost a couple bucks on the seats I've chosen. Okay. Because oh, I always yeah. pick like the like the exit row or something, the one right. that has like 15 feet in front of it. Um, so I just eat a couple costs here and there. But even Airbnb let me switch my thing. So, you know, it that's great. Turned out pretty well. So we think we're going in China. Ah, nice. The short, the short can kick. Ah, yeah, it's all it's just seems to be melting down in real time with the UK. Yeah, they um, there's a lot of fuck upery going on in the UK right now. It's really kind of amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it. You know, it makes a certain amount of sense because your trip has been sort of perfectly timed yeah. to be right before we really know what the deal is with Omicron. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, right and in there. During a period of time where travel restrictions and quarantine guidelines and things like that are all being sorted, if you just kick it to January... All of that stuff will be sorted and we will have a much better picture of what the reality of living with Omicron is. Yeah. I mean, we really nailed the window for what the we fuck did. is happening with Omicron. We, so. we just really got that's off. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I feel like every time we have consistently nailed this, <laughs> we have nailed it. Like we didn't the first time we had a delay because Oscar's immigration stuff didn't come through in time. We literally got the permit, I believe, the day we were supposed to fly. So it was granted, but they 
the when the the notification right. happened like right as we were supposed to go. So then we were like, it's fine. We moved it. And then everything was good to go. We were set. And then about mm, 12 days before, my parents got COVID. Yeah. So this time we were about, you know, 12 days before. So feel pretty good about this. But how do you feel generally? Because you also have a whole book to write. This, I mean, I can't lie that it certainly makes it feel less like I'm going to have some sort of um, cardiac event. Yeah. Trying to do both things. Yeah. It does it was, seem like. It was going to be hard. Yeah. It was definitely not, not going to be a simple thing. So. Yeah. And now all you need to do is write a book. Easy. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, we're sad not to be going over the holiday. But, um, you know, January. You know, that gives us something fun to look forward to in January. Uh, yeah. Oscar also informs me he may have to do up to two weeks of international travel on top of that in January for his job. Perfect. To which I finger gunned and said, great news. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to hear right now. Yeah. Um, because we're already like getting to England. We're, we're in pretty, we're going to a, an Airbnb where we'll get, you know, everything will be pretty secure we'll go to in-laws like it's all pretty yeah. locked down but <laughs> why not just make it all bets are off yeah you know why not just that's go the for way it? maybe that's the new 2022 way all bets well, are was, off listen i i bought tickets today to a show in 2022 well well yeah look who's positive poly over here i bought tickets to see john mulaney Oh, there you go. In June. <laughs> that's a good runway. I feel like that should be enough time. Yeah. To figure out if we, I'm I'm so excited about this, Dan. It's, there's very few things I'll get off my ass to go and see. Yeah. All my, all my podcasts. Yes, I will go and see all my podcasts live. But John Mulaney, I was like, yeah, come on, let's do this. Last year, I would say it was maybe last spring. I got tickets for a show for September. I was like, Psh. wait, I mean, September this 20, year. Okay. So this year's, I don't even know what year it is anymore. This right. spring. I was going to say it'd be very ambitious for you to gotten tickets in uh, September 2020. No, it was the spring. So it was like post-vax moment, right. a uh, Nico Case concert Ooh, here in nice. town, September. And... Uh, it was going to be like an all, you know, everyone needs to be vaxxed or at least have some sort of a test. And I'm like, all right, well, we can do that. This numbers are going down. This looks great. And then the summer hit and uh, numbers started going up. And then we learned that kind of Delta can creep through uh, vaxes. And we were like, I don't know, maybe we are not going to this show. And then uh, it was a week, I think, or two before the show when we got an email from the promoter saying, hey, the show's canceled because Nico Case got COVID. That's right. Yeah. So uh, I wish you luck with your show. <sighs> Good luck with your thing. Good luck with your thing. Well, we'll see. I think actually I have several. I may have tickets to a couple things. Some of Man, my look some at of, you. Some of my podcasts are coming through town. I think 
Man. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, we'll see if I actually go to any of these things. It's just yeah. exciting to have tickets. It's well, like my go. airline tickets to it's England. Just, yeah, exactly. I just it's like, like having them. easily refundable. I like having them so much, I keep them. I refuse to use them. <laughs> Perfect. I got on a you plane just once. them. I feel like I really went to Mexico in the window. You found a good shot. You found yeah. a good moment there to yeah. go to Mexico. You were yeah. perfect. It was you good. You know what we are doing, Maureen Johnson? No. On Monday. What? This coming Monday, the little one goes to school. <gasps> is, yeah. he, is he excited? I mean, He's what's very he? very excited. We, um, we actually went yesterday uh, before the school started so that he could see his classroom and meet his teacher. So it's uh it's a big deal. And uh boy, I will tell you the uh the news in the district is that they are currently meeting with uh health people to figure out if they need to be doing more for COVID. So so uh he'll start and then they're gonna shut the schools down. Or something. Who knows? I don't really think they're going to shut the schools down. But uh, the numbers numbers in the district and in Illinois generally are on their way well up. So nailed it. Our timing is perfect. That said, the reason he is starting the next Monday is because that is his fun pass day. That is when he is two weeks post-vax on shot two. So, and is he has he been to school? Uh, he went to preschool before. The pandemic hit. He started, he did like, I think maybe he started at two and then three and then in the four was when it canceled because of the pandemic. But he's never been to the school building that uh, he will be attending until so Monday. He did all Zoom kindergarten. Yeah. And now he's in homeschool first grade. Now he's grade. just homeschooling because they didn't offer a remote option this year. And then... And we always go. said we're only doing it until he can be fully vaxxed. So we're we're sticking with it. So you'll have two children at yeah. school. Yeah, I will have my mornings open for the first time since March 13th, 2020. You're going to lose your mind. You're going to really lose it. You're going to have some gonna, sort of event. It's going to take some adjustment. I mean, that said, he will start on the 13th and then it will be winter break two weeks later, you know? Right. So, uh, and that's part of the design. Like we wrote his teacher and was like, here's a deal either. He could, this is when he's going to be kind of two weeks post vax. Do you want him to start then? Or do you want him to start after winter break? What do you think? And she was like, actually, you know what? I think it's better if he does a couple weeks, gets the routine, then gets to take a break. Cause that dude, Maureen is going to be fucking exhausted. He's going to be so tired. That's and a it's lot gonna of take some adaptation. Mental, yeah, a lot yeah. of suddenly, you know, he's not used to being around that many kids and yeah, that many kids, that much activity, that long of a day with that no much breaks. Concentration and yeah, getting know, used to new be, stuff. He's gonna be wiped out, but also he is gonna love it. So he's gonna sleep well. Oh yeah, he's gonna sleep. He's gonna sleep real well. Little so, guy. Yeah, it's wild. It's funny because I guess as a kid, I just assumed that school was like this monolith thing. Like, because if you missed any of it, it was like, what was going to happen to you? Like, would you ever catch right. up? Or you know, that just the thought of like, oh, we can just go, we can just go in. Yeah, yeah. You can just, just 
you know, and you'll catch up and like it. I don't know. I mean, the interesting thing is when we pulled him, when we said he wasn't going to go, both the principal of the school and the district said, you know, you can do what you want, but your child will be withdrawn, withdrawn from the district, you know, um, and you'll have to re-enroll when they come back in. And, you know, it's like they can't say, oh, now isn't a good time to re Like they're a public school. They have to they have to let you in. But um, interestingly, and this is true among a number of districts that I've heard about, they just sort of quietly didn't do that part. Like we didn't actually have to re-enroll him. He was never unenrolled. So uh, so that was nice because it meant that he got the teacher that he was assigned originally and all that kind of thing. But um, there must be a lot of this happening. Yeah, I, I certainly uh, enough that I think that they were like, let's not make it policy, but let's also not make people have to jump through dumb hoops. All right, Dan, hmm? your first day with him back in school. I just want I'm I want to walk you through it. You know, he, are you dropping him off or does he get on? Oh his, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We he's not getting on a school bus. Oh, it's no, close. no, no. We only we live very, very close to his school. So you're gonna so walk him over. We will walk him over and drop him off. Yep. And then what are you gonna do? <sighs> you were gonna look at Janice and we're both gonna be like, what? Are you gonna go to coffee or something? Like take maybe we'll walk. There's a nice bakery that we've gone to. Maybe we'll go grab something from the bakery. Grab something. Maybe, I think you should grab something from the bakery. Yeah. And you walk home, and Spotty will look at you. Yeah. Be like, what's, what's the house where? is going to seem very quiet. It's gonna sound haunted. Yeah, it is. It is, but it's gonna be good. You know, it has been a long run of juggling a lot of things in a small amount of time and in a very small house. So it'll be good. I mean, I know full well it's going to be a rough couple of weeks. Like he is just going to be so fucking tired when he gets back, you know, and just it's going to be a lot to process. And so it probably won't won't immediately feel like, oh, good, we've made the right decision. <laughs> but uh, but it's good. I'm excited. I'm excited for him. But Dan... It's a time for new enterprises. Well, it's mostly a time for actually doing the work that I need to do, but in uh, a less compressed fashion. But I mean, for everybody, Dan, new enterprises, fresh starts, new business opportunities. It's I'm trying real hard here, Dan. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I see what. Oh. I got it now. Oh, boy. I didn't know where you were just being so helpful. Yeah. I didn't realize what you were doing was helping move us forward in this very episode. That's a that's a that's a that's a situation I'm not familiar with. I was being helpful. You were being helpful because Maureen, you're not the only person. Did I see that? Except it's not you. It's me. Nailed I'm it. I'm not the only person setting off on new ventures right now. See Who that? else is? I grabbed Dan it. Wait, hold on. Who else is Dan? Well, Maureen Johnson, Trump's yeah. new media company. Smooth. The Trump Media and Technology Group, otherwise known as TMTG, last night announced their new CEO. And it is Congressperson Devin Nunes. <laughs> I knew this. And yet it's still funny. Yeah, it was. So it was announced yesterday that he would be stepping down from his 20-year 20 20 position year. as congressperson. 20-year, really? Yeah. 
I was surprised at that too. I think he was fairly non non consequential, right? Until he realized that he could be a lapdog for Donald Trump in 2016. He was not didn't really muster a lot of interest before that. He has no media experience, Maureen, as the CEO of a new venture, media mm. venture. Right. Uh, he has been a congressperson for 20 years, so that's mostly what he's done, is mm-hmm. be a congressperson. Uh, prior to that, he uh, famously claims that he is a dairy farmer, which sure. in which it is actually his father's dairy farm right. that he worked at before he became a congressperson. The closest thing he has to any real media experience is suing fake Twitter accounts and CNN, all of which uh, have had suits tossed because uh, they're not real suits. Mm. Uh, It's very unclear how he is qualified to be the CEO of what seems to be a multi-billion dollar company, which is a whole nother thing. Yep. (laughs) But he has been a dogged critic of non-Fox cable news. And was the lead attack dog against the first impeachment. What he's going to do is not entirely clear. It feels to me like there's a little bit of he's a useful idiot to be tossed under the bus if things go south for the company. I mean, he is throwing away a lot of power. He's throwing away a lot of power. If uh, if the Republicans were to win the House back in 2022, he would have become the chair of the Ways and Means Committee, which is the most powerful committee in the House. So he is allowing that to be placed aside. That said, he uh, also just had his district redrawn and was going to have uh, probably the, the closest election of his entire career because it has become a significantly less Republican-y uh, district. He was potentially not going to be reelected, so this could well be pulling the escape hatch a little bit on the early side. But that he's the new CEO. Well, um, this seems like a pretty cool company, Dan. It's coming together pretty well. Well, so it's interesting because the Trump Media and Technology Group doesn't really exist yet still Mm. it was it was announced in october um and it was announced with a pitch deck that promoted the company which Mm -hmm. doesn't really exist as a mega media conglomerate that would compete simultaneously with facebook disney netflix twitter and cnn yeah i see that you've included some of the slides here so i'm just gonna look at Corporate competitive structure. There's the Trump media group. Okay, so Truth Social will be versus Twitter and Facebook. Yep. Uh, Trump Plus will be versus Netflix and Disney. Yeah. Trump News will be versus CNN and iHeartMedia. Yeah. And then then, there's a little dotted line for the future plans. And they're going to go up against Amazon. Amazon Web Services, Google... Microsoft on cloud computing. Hmm. Seems totally reasonable. Well, it seems like a very clear, a clear focused. Yep. Definitely. And, and easy attainable. Yeah. 
I think o- that take- overthrowing the major companies in every possible segment of tech by yep. one company straightforward, especially yep. with Devin Nunes at the helm. I think they've got it. I mean, it is it is ambitious. Their same pitch deck had an additional slide titled an industry ripe for further segmentation. Mm-hmm. Then it says TMTG will be a fountainhead. Oh, tricky word oh, usage oh, of support for American freedoms as the first major rival to quote big tech. And then it has a chart. Right. That seems to be charting the d- development of different media properties over time. So they have a, a little dot with the 1800s and a newspaper and the 1980s and a oldie time radio for some reason. That does say the 1980s. And so in each of these little graphics, I just want to describe them. It's a circle yes. with two arrows shooting out on either side, like devil's horns or the banana, the dancing banana that has like the raise, like yeah. raise your arms. Then in each one, for no reason, like I don't know why those arrows are there. No. Then there's a little image of the of the media. So newspaper, old-timey radio, old-timey television, and then a cell phone. And then yeah. above each one appears to be smoke. Like Coming it's on out of f- each thing. Yeah. So in the 1980s, when we all were listening to the wireless. <laughs> and sitting around. It's like an old-timey arced top wooden radio like that you would sit around and listen to little orphan annie on or something yeah like the 20 imagine a 20s or 30s radio one of those big cabinet kind of things yeah Yeah, it's it's one of those and uh that's the 1980s the 1990s is a old time television like a crt display television it sort of looks like a fucked up toaster oven it does look a little bit like a fucked up toaster oven and then 2021 is a is a cell phone Mm. Now, in between the date and the thing are numbers. So the newspaper says 50 million. The 1980s old-timey radio says 100 million. Mm. The 1990s says 200 million. And then the 2021 says 330 million. Now, now, Dan, I'm not a statistician. Yeah. But if I'm understanding, if I'm understanding this. Yeah. 50 million people in the 18, I'm sorry, the 1800s in general. Mm-hmm. Then Just by the, the 1800s. 1980s, 100 million. Yeah. Then between the 1980s and 1990s, we gained, we doubled the population. Well, so you're, you're, you're giving away the little tiny type, which is that these are not numbers about the type of media that yeah. is... Uh, reproduced, but in, in fact, underneath each number, it just says U.S. population. Yeah. So this is just a chart of the U.S. population with this pictures is, of things, but also it's wrong. It's so wrong. Dan, I feel like it would be a bigger deal if the U.S. population actually doubled between the 1980s and 1990s. Yeah. Or if between the 1980s and 221, it added 200, 230 million people. That would be impressive. Things would be much more crowded. It would be very crowded for sure. Now, it is important to remember that the Trump Media and Technology Group does not officially exist yet. What does exist is a company called Digital World Acquisition Corp, which is what's known as a SPAC. 
a special purpose acquisition company, which announced that it would merge with the Trump Media and Technology Group. This is some sort of really arcane financial thing, but basically the digital world acquisition group is already listed on stock exchanges. So by announcing a merger, it will then the Trump media and technology group will become tradable on the stock exchange without having to do an IPO, which allows it to not have a lot of uh, peering into its financials at the point of uh, being listed. When they originally announced back at the end of October, Digital World Acquisition stock price jumped from $10 a share to nearly $100 a share in two days. Uh, it still trades at about 50 bucks a share, meaning that hedge funds and anyone that was in ahead of time made a tenfold increase on their investment overnight. And anyone that jumped in right then has already lost about 50% of their money, which seems great. It seems, on, seems about right for the Trump brand. Yeah, the whole Digital World Acquisition Company is murky to say the least. The chief executive is a guy named Patrick Orlando, who is a finance executive. He is also the CEO of a company based in all places in Wuhan, China. I mean. Where the coronavirus originally originated. <sighs> the corporate address for the Digital World Acquisition Company matches that of a WeWork co-working space in Miami. I love it. I love it. And in documents filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission just this Monday, the company identified its tech staffers only by their first names and last initials. So the chief technology officer is simply Josh A. Mm -hmm. And the chief product officer is Billy B. I mean. OK, you know what, Dan? Look, and I'm just going to say this. The other day. By the other day, I mean yesterday. There was that fake Trump Christmas card going around. Yeah. And I saw it right after I woke up. Like, I was definitely not awake yet. I was yeah. that, that fugue state. I do the terrible thing where I pick up my phone first thing to look at it. Yeah. So I was out of it. And I was looking at it going, what the fuck is this? If you haven't seen it, it you, could, you probably did see it. It was an image of Trump on a black background wearing a tuxedo. And the faces of his family were in these tiny little Christmas balls, but Baron wasn't there. And if you really looked at him, he looked like a penis, like an actual, yeah. the way his tuxedo was. And there was like, a, it was so absurd. And I was like, why is everyone sharing this? And it, it didn't seem like it could be real. Yeah. But here's the thing. When it's Trump, being Trump means never to having to say that you're, that you're kidding. Like, Right. You know, four seasons total landscaping should not have been real. Yeah. And yet it was. Yeah. So while it seemed like impossible, nothing's impossible. <laughs> it's true. And now we have Trump Media. Yeah. Uh, the original product announced by the Trump Media and Technology Group was a Twitter clone that they called Truth Social. That sounds fun. It is worth noting that Truth in Russian is Pravda, yep. which is the actual name yep. of Russian state media. Yep. Yep. So that's a weird coincidence. It's reassuring. Uh, within a day or two of Truth Social rolling out, people discovered that it was just a skin of the open source Twitter clone Mastodon. I remember Mastodon. 
Yeah. Uh, Mastodon almost immediately announced that Truth Social was in violation of its open source license, which required that the source code be accessible for the site. There was a lot of speculation whether or not Truth Social would have to just completely uh, rebuild. But they actually in mid-November got in compliance with the license by having the source code available as a downloadable zip file buried multiple levels down in the in the website. Uh, True Social has not actually launched yet, but hours after the announcement, the URL for the private beta was located and people started signing up for accounts under the name of Trump, Mike Pence, and a whole bunch of other people. Um, It promises to be yet another free speech social network because enough of those haven't launched yet. Terms of service include rules against disparaging the company or Donald Trump, Mm. which seems good. Uh, they also heavily rely on Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act to, in order to not be liable for things said on the platform. Trump was adamant about repealing Section 230 when he was the president. Mm. It is supposed to have launched this month into a public beta. It has not yet. Uh, In addition, yesterday to the Devin Nunes announcement, Digital World Acquisition Company had two more additional announcements. First, that it had raised a billion more dollars from unnamed institutional investors. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of dumb financial stuff here that I read this morning, but essentially it seems that they were able to trade on the price of the stock that's been driven up by Trump fans that bought in early on to get a billion extra dollars tossed to Trump from bigger pocketed investors. The second thing that Digital World Acquisition announced is that it's under investigation by the Securities and Exchange Commission. Oh, okay. Yeah, because of course it is. They are looking into whether there were undisclosed discussions around the merger with the Trump media company before they officially announced it. And also if there were illegal trades prior to the announcement of the merger. Who could possibly imagine that that might happen? Now, Dan. Morning. When is this supposed to launch, this, this, this wonderful, this amazing thing? Truth Social was supposed to have launched by now. Okay. Uh, the full Trump media organization, which mm-hmm. really only exists sort of on paper right now, mm-hmm. is supposed to launch whenever the merger with uh, the Digital World Acquisitions Company is approved by mm-hmm. the uh, SEC. But um, they have at least sent some questions. If you talk to some people, they say that's because they think there's something shady going on. If you talk to other people, they say, ah, this isn't all that, uh, all that, you know, suspect. This sort of a thing they tend to do. Um, But who knows? Now, Dan, there's a fairly wide remit on this Trump media group. A little bit. So they've skinned Mastodon. Yeah. Have they got a Facebook clone of some kind yet or not? Not that anyone knows. Of. The only thing that they have officially announced is the Mastodon skin. OK. And Netflix and Disney. And that's a lot of original programming. Yeah. That'll so, be on Trump Plus. Cool. And I, do they have a studio or something. They have. Uh, what are they going to be making? What kind of yeah. shows? What kind of yeah. what can I expect? Kind of. Uh, Mandalorian or what, what are we going to get here? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, wasn't there a like a far right MMA actress that was fired from the Mandalorian? So they're b- b- build yes. a show around her. 
Yes, she was. Uh, I forget her name, but yes, there was. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, that's a lot. I think lot. she's actually making a show for uh, one of the one of the other kind of Facebook right wing people right now. I think it might be a Western. Mm. Those things are always pretty big successes. Westerns? Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. I, I mean, just like Who some of these. Who doesn't love a Western in 2021? Weird, weird spinoff companies. Um, and CNN and iHeartMedia. Now, that's a lot of, it's a fairly big organization to put together. Yeah. iHeartMedia, a lot of podcasts. Yeah, a lot of radio stations. So there's a lot of work for Eric and Junior to do. <laughs> Someone's going to be writing a which, lot Maureen. of scripts. Yeah. Speaking of which, you just mm-hmm. reminded me that another announcement last week is that Junior Dojo yeah. has entered your field of book publishing. Hooray. Yeah. Dojo and another dude uh, have started a, a independent press where they are selling, pre-selling a coffee table book of photographs of Trump's time in office. Nice. They claim, Maureen, to have gotten 70,000 pre-orders. Mm. How much is this book? Uh, it was, I think it's it's somewhere in the 50 to $70 range. And then they mm. have like a special edition for 200 something. Mm. 70,000 pre-orders, huh? Yeah. 70,000 pre-orders, if I'm not mistaken, is like, that is a hell of a fucking set of pre-orders. When is the book. book when is the book supposed to be coming oh, out? You're asking more details <laughs> than I think there are answers right now, I mean, Maureen. Okay. So seventy thousand pre-orders is certainly a lot of pre-orders. Yes. It's not an impossible amount of pre-orders for a very significant book. Yeah. But this is not a very significant book. No. And uh it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's also probably being marketed to people that don't hang out in the book sphere a lot. Right. So you're going to have to really know where to find a link to to order this beautiful item. Yeah. Now, this sounds like the Franklin Mint of of books, which is, (laughs) if you've never heard of that, that's like this company that may still exist that was like always selling commemorative plates of things. Yeah. And it was always a limited edition, a limited edition commemorative plate that represents the Battle of Big Butts. And it was always like a plate and you pay for it and you better act fast because there was only so many of these yeah. and, or like a coin. You want a commemorative coin? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not the kind of people that would lie about book sales, though. No, not at all. All these people are very much on the up and up. I do think it's sort of funny that Donald Trump is running a big media company in theory. And then his son goes and launches an entirely separate publishing company. You Mm. would think you would just roll that into the holdings of the larger Trump media company. But it's apparently not the way it works. Can you imagine what it must be like with these ding-dongs right now? <laughs> I mean, honestly, they're all down there. All, they're all bitter. They're all paranoid all the time because their shit's getting subpoenaed and looked at and disclosed. And they're trying to start apparently 12 media companies and a book publisher. Yeah. I mean, 
What do you think the mindset is in Trump land right now? I mean, we get so few glimpses. They are getting a lot of money out of this thing. Mm. So he's making good money. They really don't ever have to fucking ship anything. Mm. I think, you know, it's it's he's sort of a living NFT right now. You know, I have a lot of negative things to say about them, but the one thing I will always grant them is that they're good at a grift. They're really they good know, at it. They, they are good at grifts. They're real good at grifts. And um, this is really, they are the mega pastors of our time. They are definitely those mega pastors oh, who yeah. say, you need to send us $100 at once because Jesus wants me to have a plane. Yeah. And um, people, I think, like being grifted by them. Yeah. They enjoy it. Like the mega pastor parishioners do. They are like, yeah. I actively enjoy giving them money. It doesn't matter what happens. I enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's right. And um, it is fascinating, Dan. And uh, I, I just, because we don't have, we don't have that daily paper cut feel of watching what he was going to do moment to moment. Yeah. But he is still out there. Oh, yeah. Like, we're in the time between Jaws 1 and Jaws 2. <laughs> we are. We're in the shark interregnum. <laughs> we're in Sharkus Interruptus. We are in Sharkus Interruptus. We know it's out there. We know something big and ugly with 20 sets of teeth is out there. Yeah. We don't exactly know where it is. Yeah. And we're sort of willing to get back in the water knowing that something's going to eat some of our feet. <laughs> Do you know, Dan, that there is a open air theater on Lake Travis in, in Austin, Texas, that does a movie, like has a big movie screen. And every summer, apparently, they do a screening of Jaws where you get a, when you buy a ticket, you get a float like a, like a, like a tube. Uh huh. And then you get to float out on Lake Travis and then watch jaws on a big screen on a tube oh that's but here's fun. the best part they hire scuba divers <laughs> to go around and swim underneath people and randomly pull on people's feet and ankles oh my god that's amazing it's the greatest thing i've ever heard and that is i amazing i have desperately wanted to go to this i want nothing more in life than to watch a movie while floating on a while floating on a floaty in the middle of a big of a big huge lake that would be amazing that is awesome so i have not done that but uh at the campground just outside devil's tower in wyoming they uh play close encounters every night every night every night wow they have a little like uh the big screen tv Outside, and so you're facing Devil's Tower as you're watching Close Encounters, which uh, the Devil's Tower is the rock formation in the Close Encounters of the Third Kind movie that, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on the actor. Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus. That's right. That Dreyfus makes the mashed potato tower out of. I always thought that, that was the gross. whole climax takes yes. place in. Richard Dreyfus also in Jaws. Yeah, that's true. It's the Man, Dreyfus, Dreyfus connection. Really was a. And before he did all that cocaine and kept crashing his car. 
You don't even have to look that up. It's true of every 70s actor. That's true. That's what happened to all of them. They That's all true. did a lot of cocaine and then crashed their car. <laughs> He's fine. I guess so. He's, they are always in the end. They're like, I did so much cocaine. <laughs> well, on that note, says That was who? the 70s in general. It's true. So, Dan, do you think this whole Trump media thing is going to be a giant success? Uh, I think that it really depends on how we define success. Okay. I think it is going to make him and a bunch of other weird and shady people a bunch of money for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would guess, I would gut that they will get something up and running prior to 2024. Mm -hmm. Because he is going to have a little bit of hard time doing initial messaging uh, if he is really running for president. Mm -hmm. But I also think about that blog that he launched for about 20 days. Yeah. And then I wonder. But yeah, right now they're sort of in a perfect position where they can get press and money and they don't really have to do much of anything. He's making a shittier parlor. Yes. But he's not even necessarily making it. He's just saying he's going to make it. It's a good grift. It's a good grift. I just like saying I'm going to make things and getting paid lots of money for it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I wouldn't like that at all. I just like making things and then maybe making no money on them. Yeah. I like making things and then apologizing for them if anyone ever wants to give me money. Yeah. There's that. Like, hey, you want to read this if you want? I just know it's fine. It's not that. You know what? Forget about it. Well, on that note, says who is made possible by you. Thank you, guys. Your you know, support yeah, of our thanks. Patreon at patreon.com really slash says who. We're really sorry. Where Our Patreon, where you can get an entire bonus episode of this very podcast delivered with apologies. More like every boner week. episode. More like boner oh, episode. Boy. Yeah, more uh, like boner episode. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's a joke. Yes. I got it. I don't apologize for nothing. Nope, you don't, Amy Carter Shoe. That's the thing we like about you. Yeah. You just charge forth. That's right. My man, my man's going to start a media empire, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Joe Biden? Yeah. Biden plus? No, Biden plus. Oh, you know he's a plus. I didn't really think this through before I started talking about it. <laughs> I just started shooting my mouth off. Patreon.com slash says who. A little bit of forethought. It's always good forethought. Forethought. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but it nah, sounds dirty. Forethought. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo Ted Leo. is... Our togo, our logo is our togo, toga, toga. Uh, you can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H E Y hey. at says who podcast.com. Hey. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan run Discord server, you can visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord. Spread the word, subscribe, Spread. and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, December 15th. We are going to take that week off because you were going to be in London. But now- Not anymore, you guys. You get us. We're, we're, we're 
the the train is still coming. It's ride or die now, all the way through to the new maybe year. Little holiday special, maybe so. Or it's the week after the holiday special. Really. Probably would be the week after would be the holiday special. All right, holiday special it shall be. Well, not next week. No, the week after the twenty second. Yeah. Next next week we'll is just going to be like more of this shit. More of this shit. Definitely more of this shit. December fifteenth from my basement in Chicago. Basement where it is very cold. I am Dan Sinker. I'm Amy Carter Shoe. Okay. Morning's not. Been... Morning's not here right now. Yeah, it's figures. She went out. Yeah. Okay. That's where she went. Where? I don't know. I didn't think that through either. <laughs> I haven't done a lot of. Been... I haven't done a lot of thinking, Dan. <gasps> this has been says who.